Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. Hey, what's going on? Jermaine Casino Williams with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Um, this podcast, I want to talk about statistics. Now, um, people know me, um, that know me, that that um, follow me. You know that I'm big on facts and statistics and surveys, and I always use them to quote or to back up things I say. I, I say. So, um, but I wanted to do one because. I had a conversation with somebody recently. I had a conversation regarding black culture. I, you know, we had, we, we was having this discussion because I said that black people in our, in, in America don't have a culture. Um, it was taken away from us. Um, descendants from slaves were taken away from us, you know, because, you know, we moved here and, you know, we were integrated into the American idea by, by, you know, the, the, the colonists here and, um, our African culture have been lost. So this woman argument, she's a black woman. She, she identifies as Indian, but she's a black woman, but we'll get to that. Um, she said that we do have a black people do have a culture. And I said, what culture are we here? She's like, well, black people was here when the pilgrims came here. There was black people. I'm like, okay, are you talking about the indigenous people? What they call the Indians, which of course that was misquoted because at the end of Christopher Columbus thought they were Indian because of the color of their skin. And he thought that he hit India. But anyway, so we call them Indians. So I don't want to insult nobody, but India, India, indigenous, I can't even say it, the Indians, you know, just for argument said she said yeah i was like okay well she like well they were like i was like well i i do i acknowledge that if you want to look at indian culture uh from the aztecs incas mayas all that it is a derivative of african culture i have no um problem in that argument brazilian culture all that stuff is from um african you know even salsa was if you look at a lot of old salsa bands when they first started it was led by a black man that was speaking spanish so that's where so i i get the 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 where it comes from so in argument you could say that the indian culture is black people in general descendants of african which i agree but culture the culture evolved differently um indian culture or indigenous people from india from i mean i'm sorry uh that were here in, in the americas their culture is different from african culture so you can't say that that's our culture but she was arguing with me talking about oh that is all. i was like no it's not it's 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 you know it's a. Uh, derivative it developed into something else but at the end of the day that you know as black people that are descendants from africa we can't claim that as our culture maybe as our people but not culture culture is how people live and and their society their beliefs and stuff like that it wasn't similar but she said that we do she said that you know black people uh, in general are in the industrial people as well in the government. I was like, no, the government does not see the industrious people as black people. 
because they have rights to get land. They have like rights to do a lot of different things. So she's like, well, statistically, blah, blah, blah. And statistically, that's wrong. Black people, when you say black people, we say the descendants of slaves. When we say the indigenous, the, the indigenous people, I can't even say the word. So I say Indians for sure. The Indians that were here before us, before anybody, they are on another sentence. They are American Indians, American natives, and they um, they have different rights. They're viewed differently. Um, but she said that they're not. She said, well, the word comes from indigo. I was like, well, no, the word for nigger that they use for us in the derogatory comes from negro which is Spanish of black. Um, that's where it comes from. Um, indigo people or people of different colors. I guess indigo is like a different color and things like that. Um, but at the end of the day, her statistics was all wrong. Um, and she wouldn't hear nothing. And then she identifies as a, a Native American. And I said, okay, well, that's your right. Were there integrations of black American of slaves and of Native Americans. Yes, there were. There are a lot of people that have Apache or different Native uh, American uh, blood in them because of the integration, just like there's a lot of white integration into African American. But at the end of the day, we're descendants of the African slaves or not descendants from Indians or white people. And such. you know what I mean? So in America, the, the, the racial disparity was against African-Americans. And even that term was coined by Jesse Jackson. You know what I'm saying? African-Americans. So at the end of the day, you know, um, it is difference in culture. But she argued with me that it wasn't. Statistically, black population is the same. And that is our culture. To say we don't have culture is saying that black people don't have culture in America. But we don't because they're not black people. So, so, so I looked at her statistics, right? So I, I researched. And there is an idea of bunching, of saying that all people that are not of white, there is only black, there is only white, there is only Spanish, and there's only Asian. Everything goes into those categories. So Native Americans will go into the black category. Okay. But, and you know what? I will, in, in a sense, I can go along with that. I'll say, sure, that's fine. Not a problem, not an issue, but it's funny. But the thing is that prejudice in America is geared towards African-Americans. Um, now, I'm not saying that other races don't have their 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 complaints or their bias of American culture against their culture. I'm not saying that. But statistically, African-Americans are the descendants of slaves. We are not grouped in when it comes to prejudice or racial disparity. We're not grouped in. Um, keeping somebody from this country that's an immigrant is not the same as prejudice within the country. Um, it's, it's, it's irony. It's, it's, it's contradiction because most white Americans that came to this country were immigrants. So I get that part. But it's not discrimination the civil rights movement weren't movement for other cultures it wasn't you know spanish people it wasn't you know native americans it wasn't asians it was african americans that 
were being prejudiced and that were being racially profiled and laws that were specifically against African-Americans. Those African-Americans are the 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 descendants of the slave trade. See. When you group in, see, and, and this is the problem with statistics. They're good and they're bad. They're good because when you do a non-biased statistical research, you know, a survey or whatnot, it could tell you the absolute truth. But see, the problem is that from the perspective of the person giving it, it could be biased. There was a study that was done. And this is this is just to give an example. So I don't want you to yell, Cash, you're going on a tangent. No, I'm just giving this as an example. There was a survey done by the Founder University, Founder Academy. There's some some organization that did um, a survey on the reason for uh, gender dysphobia. Uh, There was another uh, there was another survey that was done that stated that. Um, and, and this is what I think a lot of politicians use is that uh, media and social influences is what has made this transgender trendy in a sense. They're tra- it's trending now because of the social and media influence. So this survey was done um, and it said that it has nothing to do with that. That at the end of the day, these is just because of the people's choices that 90 percent of people that have transitions stay uh, stay the the desired gender they want to be or become non-binary, which meaning that they don't identify as either. So you would say on, on each sense, they all did their research and, and all say this other was re- first flawed because of this. And that's fine. But then when you look at the organizations that have done it. There's a bias. The organization that did the first one that the, the governments and, and congressmen, stuff like that, you know, tend to use was done by people that were um, that are Republican left wing idealists. The organization survivors is R.O. R- R- I forgot the name of the organization. They are biased. You know, when you're biased, you do things to tend to, to get the results you want because you're biased. The fender organization that did the new one they are for uh, lgbtq um rights they've been doing it for years since the 70s so of course their research is going to be biased at the end of the day it's biased research so even so even if so even because even if they could all say well statistically facts but you have to look deeper into those statistics and facts. When I speak upon any issue from our black community or from our or for our or, or any other type of community, my facts are non-biased. Like when I said that most people that identify as as a homosexual or homosexual have some type of sexual trauma in their past. That's a fact. That's not bias. That's a fact. Now, I'm, I will never go as far to say that is the reason why they are homosexual. No, because there's other factors that go involved. You know what I'm saying? But there is a fact. But it's something that should be looked at. That's all I've ever said. We should look at that. We should look at why is it that they're more more 
you know, why, why is it that that factor is there? And like I said, I am not a psychiatrist or anything like that. So for me to go deep into why it's wrong for me to do. Now, I could talk about my ideas, which anybody can, which is great, you know, to, to have that discussion. All right. But to sit here and state the fact after that, I'm totally wrong. And I always will. I will never say something that is I'm totally wrong about. You know, so back to the registration with the young lady, I told when I spoke to her, I said, OK, I get what you're saying. You want to look at it as if black culture is not limited to the descendants of the slaves. I get that. But in America, what is considered black African-American is the descendants of the slaves. And those people don't have a culture in America. That's a fact. That's not a statistic. That's a fact. Now, all the rest of that statistic stuff, you well, you know, we want to blend the people in, but 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 at the end of the day, that's a fact. White people do it. Spanish people do it. But black people, we can't do it. Think about it. Spanish people, right? Mexican, um, Puerto Rican. Um, Brazilian, all these Spanish cultures don't identify as one Spanish nation. They all have different cultures within those Mexican, you know, Puerto Rican, Brazilian, Venezuelan, Panamanian. They all have different cultures within that umbrella. You never say, oh, well, Mexicans and Puerto Ricans is the same. They get insulted because that's not my culture. They're Spanish like me, but that's not my culture. We have our problems. Right. You know, but that's okay for them to do that. Asian, you know, Vietnamese, Japanese, Chinese, all of that. They all have different cultures. They're all Asians, but they have different cultures. Even Indians are Asians. In a sense, right? I guess they, they, the Asian continent, you know, but they all have different cultures, right? Nobody sits there and gets mad when somebody from Chinese says, I am not Vietnamese, I am Chinese. Because they, you, you know, we don't get mad about that. Caucasians, you have Italian, you have German, you have Irish, right? They all separate themselves by their culture and nobody gets mad about that. But black people get mad. They want to group everybody together. They want to try to group as much people together with us. And this is not the first conversation I had about this. I've had others before, but they just weren't relevant um, uh, for me to do a podcast until now I'm seeing it more. It's like, let's wipe out the black struggle and what this particular set of black people went through. And now we group it all together. Statistically, it makes sense, which is horrible, which is a lie, which is is stupid. So at the end of the day, everybody has facts and statistics that they could be upon that makes them correct for their argument. But what we don't do is look at where the statistics is coming from, where the facts are coming from. Most of them are flawed. Most of them are biased. I believe in facts. I believe in 
non-discriminating facts, facts that go across the board, facts that cannot be changed, facts that are proving, like the fact that most fathers are dead, most black men are deadbeat dads, that is not a fact. Most men are active in their child's lives. They may, see, statistically, most of them are not with the mother of the child. But does that, that does not make her a single mother. That makes her a mother that's not with the father. See, we have this idea we do. Think about it. Another thing is, most black women have an idea that when a black man gets successful, he gets a white woman. Statistically, that's not true. Most black men are married to black women. But because what media puts out, they think that this woman argued me down to say, well, you know, but when, you know, we see it all the time, I'm like, okay, what hood have you ever been to in your life? And the hood is where the majority of the, what, 15, 13, 15% of the black American lives in America, because that's our population right now, like 15%, I would say. What hood have you went to? Where you, where that's where the majority of the black people are in these central areas when you just statistically where people live and you've seen a black, a black man with a white woman. Now, you could argue that statistically, the more money a man makes, the more likelihood for him to date outside his race. Yes. Why? It has nothing to do with black women are not good to us is the fact that those women become available to him. I mean, that's a fact. If a man makes more money, there are more available women that he can get. A black man in the hood that's not making no money is more likely to be with a black woman because that's what's surrounding compared to an Asian woman or a white woman because they're not in that same area. The more money and fame a man gets, the more opportunities out there for him. So now Asian, white women, all that become, they are attracted to him. So now he has more options. It's not that the black man loves the black woman less. It's that at a certain stat, stat, a statue, he's, there's more availability to him. There's more exposure to different cultures. The more money you have, the more exposure you get to other cultures and other people. But see, black women... And not all. So then we look at it as a stain. Like, see, once he gets 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 put on, he marries a white woman. It happens all the time. That's not true. Because most rich men that have money are married to black women. Most men are that are quality men are married to black women. Now, when you see it on TV with athletes and stuff like that, yeah, they see it all the time. But that's not that's statistically wrong. But see, that's a that that has become a statistic in our community. That, oh, once a black man gets put on, he marries a white woman. That's not true. It's statistically not true. But we've turned that into, because the media shows it, that is the truth. And this woman argued me down. It's like, how can you, you cannot, does it happen? Yes, but you can't say just because 10% of the population of our culture does something that reflects the whole population. Isn't that what we fight for as black people? That just because some black people may do stuff, does it reflect the whole population? 
but we're doing it to ourselves because I see it on TV all the time. That means black men, once they become athletes or become rich or famous, they date a white girl, which is not true because at the end of the day, most black men that have money date a black woman, marry a black woman, have black kids. But see, we don't want, we don't want to live in reality anymore. You know, it's like, it's like the transgender issue. See, and I say these things outside of the culture so people can have a better understanding of me. And I'm not picking on nobody. So I use these things that are relevant so you can understand. It's like, why should bathrooms be changed for a population that's 1%? My daughter has to undress and be around somebody with a penis and be uncomfortable when that's 1% of the population. You know what I'm saying? Like we are a, 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 a culture that will bend over backwards for any other disenfranchised population. But when it comes to black people, they don't do it. But back to the black issue, if 10% of black men, even if 20% of black men marry white women, that still does not say all black men. That's 80% of black men that actually marry black women. I'm just throwing these numbers out. I'm not saying these are actual numbers. I'm just saying, I'm using this example. So we should move forward with the culture because the 20% don't, don't see it. <laughs> Doesn't make sense. We shouldn't change nothing for 20%, for 10% of 1%. We shouldn't change nothing. We should only give them the right to do what they want to do. That's your right. But as a culture, we're not changing our culture because of a few. But see, that's what we do. Now, black women are saying black men don't marry black women, don't love black women just because of the few. You know what I'm saying? And that's not even a statistic. Statistic, you know, the likelihood, yes. The like the man's more likely, higher percentage of marrying outside his race with more money, <clears throat> but that still doesn't reflect, <clears throat> excuse me, all black men. It doesn't. So we have to use statistics for what they are. Because you're gonna have a survey of somebody that is ready to find what they want. It's it's rare when statistics are non-biased because the person giving it is looking for an answer. It's rare that an uh, institute or a researcher is looking for the best answer. A lot of them are looking for a particular answer and will sway the information to come to the conclusion that they already want. So it's hard. That's why I state things that are just facts. They're not influenced. Like most fathers are not our Debbie dad. That's not a biased thing. That is just a fact. Most men are involved in their, their child's life. Now, the level of involvement differs. But at the end of the day, when you say a Debbie dad, that's a dad that's never there, doesn't do anything, doesn't see his father. That's a Debbie. Not a person, a man that maybe he don't got money like that, but he sees his child. His child know who he is. By default, if the child lives with the with the mother, by default, she's going to see the child more. She's going to be more involved in the child. That's just by default because the child is with you. 
But you can't say every man's a deadbeat dad because he doesn't pay money. If the mother was broke, she couldn't pay money and she'd do what she got to do. Father's doing what he has to do. So we have to look at the statistics. I try as much as I can with my statements not to be have bias in them. I just state facts, facts that are not biased that nobody can argue. Then after that is established, then we have a discussion on how we view it. See, that's different where we how we view it, but not but we but to sit here and argue about a fact. Is wrong. This girl argued with me to say that Native Americans are black. And I gave her, I said, sure, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? So you want to talk about everything. Everybody's from Africa. I call white people. I've said before are mad, are mad cousins because they migrated up north. They got lighter pigments because of the weather. That's all color really is, is because of your region. They got lighter. And, and, and you don't know say they didn't need to be dark. I mean, you know, and they got mad and they came back and took revenge. <laughs> that's how I look at it. But anyway, that's just my opinion. OK, but there are facts. You know, America does not view Native Americans. As blacks, statistically, they don't view it. Their compensation, all their reservations that they get or casino, whatever. They don't view them as blacks. I can't I can't apply for Native American funds because America doesn't see me that way. They see me as a descendant of the African slaves that were brought here from Africa. So I get treated in a certain way. See, that's the facts of America. Now, you can go on and say all you want. But when you're a black person in America, I can't hide and say I'm something else. I can't hide and say I'm white. I'm Native American. I'm Spanish. I can't. Because America would never view me that way. So with that said, I know I kind of went on a tangent a little bit. Um, uh, I, you, you know me, I tend to do that a lot is going on for a little tangent and talk about some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, that's what discussion's about. Right. Um, I don't really feel that like, you know, when I'm talking, I need to to follow this agenda. I, I never have paperwork in front of me. I never have like I just have the topic and I talk about it. And you know what? Um, if anything, if you don't agree with what I said, that's fine, too. I like the discussion, you know. And we could always agree to disagree. But even through talks, I may learn something. I mean, I agree with you on everything, but there's maybe some things I do agree with you on. You know, um, you know that, um, you know, if you follow me, um, you know that I'm a guest host on a, a show on my network. Uh, it's called Fierce and Fabulous with, with Gio. And um, they talk about a lot of LGBTQ community problems and they call me the uh, um, heterosexual man on the on the thing. And um, now I may not agree with everything they talk about, to be honest, um, but just having the discussion has opened my mind to other things. 
um, to be more acceptable and to understand certain things a little bit better than I did before. Um, <clears throat> and this is nothing again, you know, and, you know, I am I still will never say I'm an ally um, because I feel that people being an ally to somebody is 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 I believe in everything they believe in. But I do believe in their rights to be who they want to be. And I am an ally for them being who they want to be and being respected for it. Um, that experience about the whole ally thing and all that stuff, you know, because I kind of feel like, you know, you know, as an African-American, I need to be concerned about my people and people being allied to our cause and understand our cause rather than me saying I'm an ally to somebody else. When at the end of the day, there's a, still a fight on my on my front as African-American male in America. So I can never say I'm an ally, you know, because to me, an ally is like I believe in in what you do. And, and there's certain aspects I don't believe in from my, you know, from my background and raising. But I believe that everybody should have the right to live the life they want to live without anybody discriminating against it. So I totally believe that. And I'm on the show and, and I show love and respect and I may not agree on a lot, a lot of things or perspectives, but at the end of the day, we have a healthy discussion and 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 I, I view Gio as a friend. I view everybody that comes on as as very knowledgeable and I'm always taking things in, you know. Um, so at the end of the day, you know, I'm allied to the African-American community, 100 percent, of course, because I live those struggles every day. I can't understand the struggles of somebody that's gay. I can't be your ally because I don't understand that struggle. That's how I look at it in general. I don't understand the struggle. You know what I'm saying? To 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 have a, a issue with my gender or have an issue with my race. I don't I don't know that particular struggle to be an ally, but I could look at you and say, just respect who they are and allow them to live their life the way they want to. They got nothing to do with me. Let them live their life. I may not see it or may do it for myself, but allow them to live the life they want to live. Like, what's so hard about that? You know, I'm not worried about my kids being influencing and all this other stuff. Now, there are some things out there that I don't agree with. Some some things that teachers may do or some shows may do. But you know what? I'm the parent and I just, you know, explain things to my kids accordingly and keep them away from things that I don't think are good for them. It's things like that. But at the end of the day, you know, I don't believe anybody should be discriminated against, harmed, hurt in any way. You know, so. It opens my eyes. So back, so I know this is a whole nother thing. So I'll, I'll stop there. But like I said, it's about respect, people. And I want to close this out with respect because I think we tend not to do that. I've gotten a lot of nasty um, emails and um, I always encourage discussion. OK, I always discourage uh, uh, encourage us to talk about our differences or our viewpoints as adults. Because I may not learn something, you may learn something. So if there's a topic you don't agree with that I say, or it's something you're like, eh, let's discuss it. Because you never know, you may change my mind. You may change how I viewed it. You may change it. You know, through a discussion. I would never attack anybody for views that I don't agree with. I would, I welcome the discussion because that's how, as people, we come to an under, at least an understanding is through discussion. 
We have the mental capacity to not agree, but to still respect. And I just want to really make that clear because sometimes on my podcast, I think people have, have taken things too far and said things that I don't really address those things. I don't really, really, uh, uh, you know, get on anybody about them because at the end of the day, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. But, at the, but it's about respect. <clears throat> I mean, I agree with what they're doing. You may not agree with what I'm doing and that's fine. It's not a, either you're with us for us mentality. You're either with us or against us mentality. That is horrible. It's about respect. It's about the discussion because we learn from each other. And just because I don't agree with you on your views, on your ideas, and that's fine, but I'm always going to respect you and think that you deserve love, respect, and freedom like I do. There's no difference on those levels. So I just really want to make that clear because sometimes I think when people listen to me, they get this idea that, you know, oh, he doesn't care about people's feelings or he doesn't, his ideas are not wrong. All right. And I, that's really not my thing. If I say something that I feel is my opinion, that's my opinion, but I'm always open to that discussion. You know, how do we learn? If you think I'm saying something wrong or I'm doing something wrong, attempt to educate me. To say, hey, Cass, you know what you said? That's kind of wrong. And I'm going to say, why do you think it's wrong? You know what I'm saying? And then we talk about it. And I can still come to the conclusion where I don't agree with that. But I respect what you say. I'll listen to you. I think that's what's missing in our society. It's just the discussion. And I hope this podcast does that. It does the discussion part of it where we can talk on a platform and not hate each other or judge each other. Just discuss it. You don't like me. All right, cool. Why? All right, I get it. I see your perspective of it. I don't agree with it, but it's cool. Why can't we be like that as people? Especially black men, we need to have that mentality too. We need to listen to our sisters and say, okay, I get how you view things. I respect that. I may not agree with it, but this is what we can do to change it. The discussion. All right, people, I appreciate y'all once again. Listen to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. You can catch me on, uh, if you want to check this out, this podcast out, or all, everything else I'm doing, you can go to castanoweave.com or blackmensmentalhealth.com and check me out. Until next time.